Hello and welcome to Stories from House Arrest, episode 12. My name is Jordan Merrick and it's a great pleasure to be here today as always. Um, before we get into this week's guest, I just want to take a really quick moment to say a massive thank you to everybody who tuned in last week. Um, a bunch for the first time and of course those who, who listen every week. Um, honestly, it means the world to myself and I know it means the world to the artists to have their stories heard and um, as you can tell if you've been a you know an ongoing listener, their stories are so unique and it's so worth sharing. So you know, keep supporting the podcast, keep sharing it with your friends, family, other artists. Uh, it makes such a difference, especially in a time where obviously gigs get cancelled and rescheduled at the drop of a hat and there's still states on lockdown. So thank you so much for your support. Um, but on to this week's guest. It's a very special guest because it's our very first return guest. But not return in the sense that he's come on from the podcast before. It's Brendan the Bard. So somebody who is on the podcast originally back um, during the very first lockdown when nobody knew what COVID was. Um, I did a bit of a live stream weekly on my Facebook and had a different artist on each week. And, um, you know, Brendan was one of the first artists to, to come on. And he uh, he and I had a good old-fashioned chat. Uh, he was in the back of his car. So it was uh, quite an in the uh, in the tech for the podcast since then and um you know he came in and we had a really great chat it was so awesome to hear how how things sort of panned out and turned out after last year because when we spoke obviously it was very uncertain and there was still you know lots of uh hard times going on you know gigs were off we couldn't leave home uh tricky times um the one thing about brendan is that he is just such an incredibly positive person and um, you know, you could ask anybody who knows him, and as you're going to hear in this interview, when he walks into a room, you just can't help but smile and be happy. He's just that sort of person. And um, honestly, this week's episode was one of my favorites in the sense that it just honestly made me smile. And I know it's going to do the same to you. Uh, Brendan the Bard is one of a kind. So, further, I'd like to introduce you all to my friend and the incredibly talented Brendan the Bard. Well, this is a really, this is a special episode because you're the first repeat guest of uh, the stories from House Arrest in whatever iteration, so... I love it. It's, co- it's love, cool, it's cool, Surely it has to be better than <laughs> the backseat, dark, street-lit, Skype call quality. There was something, version. But that was, you know, it was there a was something chat. so charming about seeing you in your car singing songs, <laughs> I've got to be honest. And then... Like, didn't your car light go off or your battery died at the end? Or yeah, something? yeah, no, yeah, no. The car light just went off for whatever reason. Like, and I, I remember, I remember there was like a jogger walking past, and I must have looked like a crazy person sitting in the back <laughs> of my car playing playing guitar and singing oh, to my phone. Oh, but it was a new world back then. Yeah, you know, COVID just happened. Lockdowns were in full effect. It was a scary yeah. time for us all. The jogger probably ran past and thought, man. COVID's really affected musicians, hasn't it? <laughs> he's busking to his car. Oh, no. <laughs> what? He's, he's lost the plot. <laughs> what's, what's happening? These poor non-essentials. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so when we did that last time, we were, we were in lockdown and all year gigs had been taken away and it was a pretty crazy time. Mm. Um, I think 
if I remember correctly, I haven't gone back to listen to it. I was actually meant to, but then, you know. Yeah, same. Then I wanted I, to have an idea. I didn't want to repeat myself. But, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, mate. But yeah. then, like, oh, yeah, I oh, know the, the five people who, you know, watched yeah. it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can, they can deal with it. Oh, uh, look, man, I talk nonsense all the time. But, like, whatever. Like, uh, if my friends can deal with it, so can anyone listening. <laughs> yeah. But from memory at the time, I think we were both a bit like, okay, what the fuck do we do now? Yeah. Uh, hence the live streaming and stuff like that. So... From lockdown to now, obviously gigs are back open. So, what has this time been for you? Like, how have you transitioned from like getting back into gigging? Yeah, lockdown to back to back to work. Man, like, it, honestly, it was man, it was maybe jarring. I remember I got, like the first gig back, and I like you know, I'm incredibly lucky, and I'm you know going to be forever forever grateful for the position I was in coming back in because I mean essentially I played the last gig like well, the last night before lockdown and probably one of the earliest pub gigs back. It was like June. Mm. So, you know, it didn't last nearly as long as I was anticipating it to, uh, to last. And I, that was just, just lucky. Just knew the right people and played at the right venues, you know? Um, yeah. It's fortunately like a Royal George where I got one of the residencies. Like mm. they just have a big, big outdoor area. So when they were limited to 20, they could sort of section it off and, you know, uh, by the grace of their support of live music, they mm. decided that was warren enough to, to put musicians back on, which was really, really cool. But it was difficult. I mean, I got a little bit emotional the first time being back in front of a crowd mm. and, you know, seeing some of the regulars again. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, like being applauded as I, like, walked into the building. That was pretty special. <laughs> oh, so I got a little bit emotional just sort of looking out because, I mean, at the time when things locked down, I'm like, when? Mm. When, when am I going to be back to doing what I, what I do? And obviously that was part of the most jarring part of the experience. Like obviously, you know, the financial part was a strain, but mm. I'm a great little saver. So that wasn't <laughs> so worrying. And obviously yeah. the government stepped in to give us a bit of support and stuff. But Yeah, for sure. But it was the loss of purpose. I'm just like, uh, gigging is what I do. And mm. it's like, you know, it's it was it was easy to take that for granted at the time because, mm. you know, show up and I say my piece and some gigs are better than others, you know. You get good crowds, you get bad crowds, whatever. Yeah. But it was when I suddenly didn't have that anymore. I was like, wow, I didn't realize how much I actually really need to do this. Good show, bad show, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, I really, like, really, this is part of, part of my soul, part of my existence. You know, sound a bit wooey about it, but coming back, I mean, it was, you know, it was a little bit jarring to play in front of an audience again and be like, after playing in my room and doing the live streams of that, but it kind of just felt like coming back home. Mm. You know, I was like, this is, this is what I do. This is great. So like, yeah. then, just like, Oh man, am I going to remember all these songs? Am I going to, you know, mm. how about my voice going to hold up? Is that my guitar going to hold up? Was, you know, fine. Uh, it was like 10 minutes of, you know, maybe thinking that. And then I was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm back at it. And then, yeah. Proceeded to put on like three months of like really quite fun gig because everyone was just so pent up, and then you know restrictions would e- were easing as the weeks went on, and you know suddenly people were allowed to like move around and then and then dance and that you know, yeah. that was fun to experience as well. But like there were just really appreciative crowds. Like, um, yeah, had a burst of like new people following, and it was it was a really good time. So like the transition wasn't the transition back wasn't wasn't too difficult. It was. It was fun. Mm. It was really good. Yeah. And I think as well, right, when when you can come back to gigging, you just, 
you, you treat every gig like it could be the last for a while. Well, you just, yeah, it could literally be. That's Absolutely. the world we're in right now, right? Yeah, man. There was certainly like a new, a new appreciation for it as well. It was like maybe a little bit before that, like taken for granted. And obviously, you know, I'm main. I'm like I'm a, I'm a uh, like a cover artist by profession. Mm. Um, so this is sort of more specifically tooled around that because I only just started really getting back into original gigs. Mm. Had the opportunity to, but honestly, there's not a lot of places, places I found uh, probably haven't looked that are doing like uh, lots of like acoustic original showcases, lots of open mm. mics and stuff like that. But yeah, and I haven't really looked into it, so you know, I could just be talking absolute shit. Maybe yeah, you just offended ten venues. In yeah. <laughs> Oh no! I'm oh, so sorry. No, it's honestly true though, man. Like, like well, you 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 do it a lot, right? Like the solo original, yeah, stuff. But I mean, it's definitely limited. Like, um, I think the biggest limiting factor, like if you're booking your own show, doing tickets, mm. is that venue hire hasn't changed. Sure, uh, but patronage has. Obviously, it's okay solo, but it's tricky. I mean, when the venues are so limited, but the cost of investment so high and then if you're playing a solo show mm. are you going to really get you know people through the, the door and that's yeah, that's absolutely. the hard part yeah yeah um that's why like when i did it, my only solo show this year um i just booked it at the junk bar because i was like you know it's such a have you played the junk bar before the junk bar no i was thinking of bearded lady for a second where's junk bar that's in ashgrove ashgrove no oh no, man no, no. i see so you've never been there no you, you got to you got oh mate you will it's it's the best sounding venue for acoustic music I've ever I've ever played in wow Hands that's awesome down. dude yeah cool it's a beautiful little room like forty five people max yeah. like with COVID yeah I love that um but that's you know seated it feels like a really full room when it when you sell so, it. was that a ticketed show yeah yeah okay. and it was just the venue high is really fair. Uh, we're going to get a bit of a musical uh, tech talk now. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> No, it's a great venue, man. You yeah. Should, you should definitely check it out. Nice. But well, like before COVID, were you doing like, I don't know, I suppose my experience with those like original shows, because I used to play, I used to do like a, like a lot of original stuff. Mm. And I think I've only done like one or two probably since COVID here. It's mainly mm. been like cover gigs, which is great because it pays the bills. And I actually yeah. really, I really find that work fulfilling. Yeah. Um. Well, like before COVID, were you doing like, you know, where like a venue would pay you like a, like a set fee and you'd do like a little original show? Did you have many of those gigs on or did you mainly ticketed stuff? Yeah, to be honest, I mainly did ticketed. Um, yeah. I think, um, I mean, 2019 was a weird one just because I was sort of transitioning to band stuff again. Sure. Um, and then the plan was last year just to start off doing some acoustic stuff just to ease into the year and then go back to band stuff and then obviously... Yeah, COVID hits and you can't really do band stuff anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but no, nah, man, I never, I don't know, because, yeah, I don't think I really did heaps of um, of those sort of shows. I think okay. I did ones here and there, but I don't know. Um, yeah, don't think so. It's, no. It feels so long ago now. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I, I used to do a fair bit of those, you know, and like yeah. even, even just opening for bands. Like I used to, you know, my friends... Mm. Like you know, to be doing single launches and stuff. I used to do like a lot of, just like you know, be a, be the opening acoustic act, yeah, and stuff. And like a lot of that, I guess, mainly this before I had a band of my own. Although we haven't reconnected, like in in terms of musically, mm. like I'm still really good friends with with all all, all members of the band. But yeah, I haven't really reconnected musically. 
since yeah. then. Or like we haven't played a show since since January before mm. before the lockdown. Yeah, wow. You know, and um, like that sucks. I yeah. love I love making music with people. Mm. But well, I was gonna ask as well. So obviously, your new staff is very band orientated. Yeah. So was that? Did you write most of that over? last year or is this some like a mix of older stuff and new or how did how did it how did the, the direction go towards that when you know you're playing a lot of solo stuff that's a good question uh probably because i'm just a shitty songwriter so <laughs> i write songs for bands when i'm sort of writing i'm trying to write them for myself but they're just four chords and the truth, baby. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta, gotta, gotta put some drums and some piano and, and some lead in there to spice it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, look, it's never really been deliberate. Um, you know, I, I wish I could, you know, I wish I could write some, some songs that were more appropriate for just me and me and my guitar and my harmonica, you know, and some mm. do, some come out that way, you know, mm. like I, from the first album, like, I don't know what's what's the name of that one song I did about the gecko. Uh, I remember the way it that goes. Song. The way, the yeah, way it that's goes. A great song. It's one of my mum's favorites. She likes all the ones that are quite all the ones that are a bit rock and roll. She's like, oh, it's not for me. <laughs> but um, it's like that. Shout you know, that's, that's, that's a pure that's a pure and acoustic song, right? Yeah. And it's like that. You know, that was just how that was the story that I needed to tell. Yeah. Um, and then the other ones, like I'm not writing them for a band, but it's just like they're undeniably going to sound better than a band. Cause it's yeah. just, you know, I'm not that great of a guitarist that I can really fill out the texture of, of these songs and, and do anything and do anything fancy with them. So like, you know, maybe two of my songs suit really well acoustically. Yeah. Um, and they're all going to be played, right? I've, all, I've got a guitar. I've got chords. Yeah. They can all be played acoustically. Yeah. I just think, uh, you know, the impact is, can, can be lost a little bit. Yeah, um, definitely. And then, you know, some of the other ones, like some of the ones that have like the full band sound, like I think would also serve well, like Four Seasons from my first album, one of my favorite songs mm. that I wrote. And I really wish I'd done like a, like I'd concentrated more on, on like a single run or, or, or mm. promoting that song in any in any specific sense. Because I I still play that every time I play it. It's like, you know, it seems like such an old song, but yeah, damn, you know, it's like maybe I'll re-record it one day and yeah. give it the love it deserves. But like that song works great acoustically. Yeah. You know? So if I'm, if I'm playing like a show and I want to throw in some, Mm. Uh, like an original, like that's that's one of my go-to's because people seem to dig it, and I, yeah, I really enjoy sure. singing it. Yeah, it's a bit of a lucky dip, isn't it? When you're writing, you just don't know what you're. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's it'd be it'd be yeah. easy it'd be easy if you knew how everything would sound absolutely before writing. It's like oh great, it's time to write a band song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, dubstep time. It's I about mean, yeah. time. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could miraculously craft every song I write, but no, it's just like I often, I just you know I stick a little progression that I like or you know I rip something off from something mm. I've been listening to or something similar enough I'm like oh this is a nice sort of progression yeah I like this chord progression and then I just start singing something over it and yeah so I don't I don't specifically write songs for the band it's just yeah. often the ways that because I'm not a, an awfully fleshed out guitarist mm. it, it would just you know I can only sort of play the zombie chords I feel um, your pain. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Don't you give me that, Mr. Humble. Oh, um, no, I can just play chords. <laughs> yeah, but... but you that's know, all you need. I mean, four that's... That, yeah, As look. you said, four chords on the truth. Maybe a fifth chord if you're feeling really... Well, that's it, mate. Oh, you know, that's it, mate. You know, maybe, maybe a sharp... You're yeah, taking like a suspended E, or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the hell that actually is. Oh, I don't know. You're feeling really fancy, just throw a bar chord in there. Oh, a couple B1s. Hey, slow down. He's up. Yeah, I know. I was chilling. So... But, 
Yeah. yeah. So, did I mean with going back to the band stuff? So obviously you've written that. I mean, you obviously have got as you said, you've got yeah your your cover stuff that's really fulfilling. Did the last year make you really want to like you know being isolated from people make you want to do more band stuff or is that just coincidental or in terms of, well it, it, in terms of writing in terms of playing like um, like wanting to do more like obviously release songs that are with a band and obviously launch them and play them man it's a difficult question like honestly like a little bit of the opposite if I'm being honest like I. I really, really enjoy um, like playing music with with the guys, and and when I recorded these last three songs for this new EP uh, back in January, February, whenever it was, like you know, got um, Cal on keys and um, Connor to come back and, and do the drums, and members of my band. Mm. But in terms of actually actually playing, like. You know, I guess we're getting to that, getting to that, getting to that age and getting that stage where you know the guys I play with, you know, it's like they've, they, you know, they're they're doing other stuff, you know, they're studying and, and working full time, and, mm. and like Connor in particular is in in uh, you know two other bands, um, absolutely kick ass, Wyvern and Ho, definitely worth checking mm. out. Um, and I think it's just you know it's like music is is that's the one that's the one thing that. I've got you know it's like whatever I'm 30 this year but you know when I started playing guitar at 19 I didn't really have a lot of direction I was at uni doing an arts degree I didn't really know what I was doing and I was just like well I started picking up guitar and you know someone was like hey you might can probably sing maybe possibly and I was like okay that's pretty cool and then just went full tilt into Mm. into music and I guess I sort of what happened last year when when I when I you know, wasn't able to gig and was doing the live streams and coming back into it. That was what really made me realize, like, I'm going to do this until I'm, you know, like 60 or, you know, 70, mm. 80, whenever, until my hands give out or my voice gives out. Yeah. Hey, if Dylan can do it to his 80, well, that's, so can that's, you, that's, man. That's, well, <laughs> no, 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 no disrespect to the master, but can he still do it? Yeah, of course he can. Oh. Right, of course he can, of course he can. Well, here, no. controversy oh, on no, the podcast. No, please don't write a diss track about me, Bob. <laughs> I guarantee I can't, I can't. I'm no match. Um, but yeah, no, I want to, like, yeah, I, yeah. I do want to do it for, like, the rest of my life. So that's what I sort of had this inward focus where I'm like, okay, this is... Like this is my my racket, yeah. and you know I do want to write songs moving forward that are really personal, maybe suited better to just like me and my guitar and mm. the sort of lone lone song man thing. Yeah, I think um like with personal songs, I think sometimes it does come with like you know your life experience, and sometimes you know you might take. At least just for me, sometimes years later is when I'm ready to reflect on something from 2013. Absolutely. And I think that sort of all comes with it. And I think that's like, I think, you know, even if you look at the greats as examples, like mm. even someone like a Dylan was very much, he wrote a lot of stuff that was storytelling and pointing the finger at stuff, you mm. know, like, you know. And then later, as he got older, he wrote a lot of reflection in his music and a lot of himself in his music I think a lot more as he got older like became more introspective as yeah I think so and I think he he's bounced between it ever since but I think there's always a point in time 
um, where you, you sort of have to, I think. Like, forget about songwriting. I think in life, you just get to a point in age where you start to reflect a bit more, and that just comes Absolutely. with with having so much memories and having yeah, music's, so much. Music's life. a great, great, great way to do it. Yeah, you know? oh, definitely. Like, I, I go through, I go through weird stages. I'm not a very consistent songwriter at all. Like, I go through bursts of of inspiration. Um, if that's what you want to call it. So like last year, sort of maybe directly after COVID or during that at some point, mm. during lockdown, I did I did write. I was playing a lot because I, I, I bought this new guitar, which I fell in, in completely in love with mm. and was playing that a lot. And, I, you know, I had like the live stream set up in my room so mm. I could pop my headphones in and, you know, really, yeah. really, really, really practice a lot, which I should be mm. doing now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, and I got you know I got a burst of inspiration. I started I started writing a lot, but I think you're right. That's like a lot of I mean, God, even this EP that's coming up. I think the oldest song on it is from like 2017, mm. and it's 2021. You know, yeah. it's like that's it. Just takes me a long time to sort of realize these things. Like even the new the newest song was written. Like two, 2018 maybe oh true like like Rat Race which is one of the songs coming up I think yeah 2018 or 19 maybe mm. maybe maybe 2019 I wrote that song mm. so like I'm always I always lag behind which is something I want to work on yeah you know just taking the time but yeah and it's <sighs> tricky eh like and I think it, I think you know even though it's easy to say oh you're recording old songs I think it's so important to record those songs. Like, you know, I, I sometimes, like, when I'm working on, okay, what am I going to record next? Sometimes I've just got this pile of songs, some that I really like that just didn't make the last album mm, or mm. whatever I was doing before. They just sit there and they just gather dust and they haven't been recorded and told and I'm like, man, I need to go back and get those songs done. Yeah, and that's, that, was um, kind of, that was kind of what I was doing with this EP. Yeah. I was like, I like, before I moved on, I was like, I just want to make sure I get these last three songs. I was really proud of them. Yeah. I, like, I just want to get them get them out, you know, get yeah. them on something. Because I'm like, I don't want to just leave them to the wayside. Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. And that's just it. Just because they're, they're written in 2017 or 2018 yeah. doesn't mean they're bad songs. <laughs> you know, well, I, like, I like going back to them and you know? seeing what else I can add, you know. And yeah. It's like, obviously, you know, like songs change meaning or lose meaning over time. Like, like, there's some songs from my first album that I don't, don't really want to see anymore. Yeah. You know, or I can't even, like, you know, the debt, like, I can't muster that anger. Mm. that I used when I was singing and wrote and recorded that song. I was like, mm. that's not, not in me anymore. Yeah. You know, that song, I don't relate to it. I like, yeah. it's cool. I like listening to it. And I'm like, I'm glad that it's like a, a time capsule of that period of my life where it's like, you know, yeah. people, and when people ask me to sing it live, I'm just like, I can't muster that. Yeah. You know, I was playing it live a fair bit at the time as well, but I'm not like, yeah, no, nah, but it's, that's, it's good to go back to old material and, yeah. And play around with like, I've got some songs in the vault that I would like to, you know, they're like in various stages of completion. Yeah. You know? But it's it should seem to go. Like, Good Kid, Bad Luck is a song I've got coming out. I yeah. wrote that in 2013. Oh, really? And I rewrote that in 2018. When I started playing with the band, I was like, I want another beat. I want a big, like, rock and roll song for the band. Mm. And, like, I thought this song had, like, this great hook in the chorus. And people, you know, had, had sort of reflected that to me as well. Yeah. They enjoyed that, and I was like, I just need a better story. So I rewrote the narrative of like the three verses into something 
different and yeah. it's like you know it took on a new life and it's like that's the version that's going to be released yeah. you know and as someone who's heard it it's a fucking banger oh thanks so man just gonna <laughs> throw that out there <laughs> yeah cheers man oh it's good old good old ice cream called rock and roll baby oh like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just it's fun to play it's a fun yeah. song to play but so i was gonna ask so you mentioned that you had a bit of a, a period last year when you got your new guitar where you're writing a lot mm. did covid shape your writing or was that once again was it just oh now i've got time i'm going to reflect and write what i want to write or you know write what comes out or was it did you find yourself getting caught up in in the moment of the global pandemic i don't, I don't know man like i don't think so like i think <laughs> i think i was like oh man i better write something or i better like at least try to practice this i mean I truly believe, you know, there's the old, the old, God, everywhere. I heard this so, so much from so many musicians, but it's like the old Ed Sheeran thing where he's like, you know, it's the, you run the tap water and, and, and you, you know, you get all the dirty tap water out and then you'll get a good song. So it's like, you know, the, the philosophy of, you know, you just write. And it's like, of course, of course, if you practice something, you're going to get better at it. And it's the yeah. same as songwriting. I don't, I don't practice songwriting, man. I, mm. I, I, you know, I get bolts of inspiration, but at the time of COVID, I was like, shit, I better... I'll feel pretty useless, you know, if I don't at least try to write something during this time. I've got all this time and I'm not playing guitar, so what can I do? So I think it was a little bit of like forcing myself to write. And I ended up coming up with some with some pretty some pretty cool songs, some pretty cool songs. There. So I wrote one song and I'm, I really can't wait to to get out. I recorded like a Facebook video of it ages mm. ago, but like a song about my grandpa. I always wanted to write a song about my grandpa because he's my goddamn hero. Mm. and just a good man I'm like he needs to be immortalised in song so like I wrote, I wrote I wrote that and I wrote some other some other tidbits I got this one song I've been stirring around on for ages called Sleepless Serenade which I, I can't wait to record and and get out there's a lot of like tooling around and, and writing but I don't think COVID really shaped my writing I mm. certainly didn't want to be one of the million people that wrote a song about lockdown hey man <laughs> leave us alone <laughs> sorry bro <laughs> <laughs> sorry bro uh, there was a lot of that going around at the time. Uh, I was just like, and you know, maybe maybe one day I'll reflect on that and I'll be like, I'm gonna write a song about that time, and I'll be, you know, I'll be a hypocrite. Yeah, look, but, I can't, I can't speak for others, but my lockdown song was just fucking garbage. What was your so, lockdown? I don't even remember your lockdown song. You'll never know it because it would never be released. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? Did you like record it or write a video? Yeah, I did a demo of it, and I was just like. This is so average. But I bet that's bullshit. Every demo you've ever sent me has been phenomenal. Honestly, <laughs> I, burn it, I want to burn it. But no, um, I think like for me... It burn was... me a CD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I don't even have a CD player. <laughs> oh man. No, I think I think for me it was just like... I had a bit of a, like a period where I was just like, what do I write about right mm. now? Like I was just caught up with everything and like... You know, day job stuff and it was just like man what the hell's going on so it's like i just need to contextualize it get it into words yeah and song then i can move on and i literally wrote that song and i mean the album that i've got coming up is literally outside of like one song was written during last year really so i oh, sort of man you were you were a really busy boy yeah well, what's it's not gonna be a super long album <laughs> but it's long enough to be called an album so. yeah what's, what's what is long enough to be like, seven, i don't even know seven or eight songs yeah basically something like yeah. that i don't know because i feel like i originally like this this album was it was ep was gonna be like seven or eight songs yeah i'm gonna call it an album but then i got cut i cut it down to six and i was like yeah. well, that's an ep 
Yeah. The, long, the longer EP, because I don't but know. EP and LP does actually make a difference. It's a collection but, of songs. You know what though? It's so funny. It's a collection of songs because when LP and EP were a real thing, is when records were. Produced. Why? Yeah, exactly. These days, it's online. No one knows or cares. Yeah, there's no. Right yeah, it's or all wrong. single release anyway. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with Dinosaurs for totally albums. Obviously, yeah, still release yeah. albums, but yeah, the age of the album is <laughs> is more or less done. Yeah, you know, which sucks. Though. I hope it makes a comeback. Me too, man. Come on, albums, you can do it. We believe in you. Just too short. I mean, people are writing two-minute songs now because it's, that's yeah attention spans are too short. Our dopamine receptors are shot, baby. I know. Like, I, know. Like, I blame TikTok. Oh, yeah. oh man, don't even get me started yeah. on TikTok. I, yeah. I yeah, I have a slight addiction to it at the moment. Oh dear. Oh no. I hate it, oh. but I love it. But I hate it. And that's uh, where the podcast is ending, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, I'm getting <laughs> no. escorted out of the building. Oh no, but that's just you know that's social media, right? And, yeah, yeah, know. absolutely. So back to you. I want to ask you a question. Sure. Because uh, I never got to ask you sure. this before, and I'm going to do it on podcast form. Yeah, do it. So you, you you've gone through some name changes, like performance names. So you went from obviously Brendan the Bard mm-hmm. to Bard of Brunswick. Correct. Back to back Brendan. to Brendan the Bard. So I'd love to know, like, what was I suppose the original change was that just because the band was doing more stuff and he felt yeah, like I, it was the I, direction. That's going. pretty much that's pretty much it, man. At the time when we changed, um, and like my you know my career goalposts have changed so many times in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, but yeah, at the time, like we were doing like two band shows a month, pretty much. Like we're playing a lot of band shows at around venues mm. and stuff, and. I felt I felt weird. I definitely wanted to like move in that direction. I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, I'll, like the band sounds really good. It's really fun playing mm. with my friends, and you know, I could write like you know, I could write songs for us. And I felt weird. I felt kind of weird being like Brendan the Bard and having my name like you know mm. being being promoted as like this thing when it was like it did become the band and people mm. were coming to see us. To play as a band, yeah. and I felt good about I felt felt good about that that changed for a while but then as we sort of played played less shows and then COVID happened and you know as what I was sort of what I was speaking about before it was yeah. just like you know this is the thing that I'm going to do for the rest of my life and uh, I would probably prefer to be Brennan the Bard mm. it's like you know the Bard part obviously always sucked yeah and but you know people still call me Brandon the Bard when I was out at shows, so I'm like, no, nah, if this is a thing I'm gonna do, whether it be in a band or solo, like I'm, yeah. I'm always gonna do this. So I sort yeah. of wanted wanted that to be my flagship and mm. and my identity a little bit. So no, there's, I mean, there's not much to it. So then time changed, and after COVID, I sort of realised, yeah, I sort of want to, I, I want this to be to be my thing because yeah, you know when because you know when the guys not when you know me and the band when we you know we're all doing our own things mm. and, and you know harvesting uh, relationships and uh, you know looking at our future goals and yeah having families and kids and stuff like I think eventually like you know like those guys are probably going to move on like all love yeah. to them you know they're like we're really good friends yeah like they probably move on and won't have much time for like you know they certainly you know won't be able to you know run around the country and you know tour or do anything whereas I could pick up tomorrow I could cancel my gigs for the next two, three, four weeks and just go on a tour if I wanted to like do an yeah. album tour or something. Right? Like I could just do that. Yeah. Um, and you know, not everyone can, so I was like it's pretty much well, you know, Brandon the Bard. Yeah. Just gonna I'm gonna stick to that. Yeah, and, and I, I think 
couldn't I, couldn't yeah. drop hard. That's tattooed on my knuckles. Yeah, so I know you can't I had really to get keep, out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to keep hard, hard around. But yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just, it was just a quick. No, it wasn't a quick decision. I agonized over it for a while. Yeah, but I mean, it was both ways. But it just it felt right. It felt right at the time to change it, and then it felt right to change back. Yeah, you know. And I think if it's your identity, you can't really change your identity. That's who you are, right? Yeah, and um, I think. You know, you are your music, and your music is you. So yeah, you know, and I I think it's like, and that's sort of like because I, it's not quite the same thing because I I still play with Fugitive and the Vagabond. Sure, obviously, it's made it very hard to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think with when I was sort of like, okay, these are the songs I want to release, and I was like, okay, what do I put them under? And I just decided, well, these are just a part of me. It's who I am. So I was like. Fuck it! I'm just gonna have to go under my own name. Oh, yeah. and, uh, just stick with yeah, it. Yeah, sweet man. I was like, what else can you do? You know, absolutely. And I, um, I, it yeah. was because originally, like originally, the bit like Bard and the Bowman was me and me and my two friends. Mm. Um, like it was back like 2014. Yeah, and that's when I really started oh, wow. like playing music. Yeah, it was a while ago, and then then it became Brandon and the Bard in 2015, and then Bard and Bowman. It just it felt it just felt right. Yeah, yeah it felt right to go back to Brandon and the Bard. Like, my name is Brendan. I am a bard. Yeah. <laughs> that is me. And I'm like, you know, Brunswick's like, yeah, that's cool. Because I'm always playing at RGs. That's like my like my biggest regular spot for now, yeah. at least. And it's like, oh, I'm like the bard of Brunswick Street. Yeah. But then you know, I always get questions. Oh, Brunswick, like Melbourne. Oh, yeah. are you from Melbourne? No. Nah, mate. No, no, I'm not. There's yeah. the, the idea was like, there's a Brunswick everywhere in the world. Yeah. So, oh, are you from Brunswick? <laughs> <laughs> no, like what's what street are we on? Oh, oh street! And I was like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like I'm 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 not just one street. I play, I want to play all over the place, yeah. and I got residencies at a bunch of places now. You know, it's like Brandon seems more fitting. How do you deal with playing on non um, Brunswick streets though? Like, do you, do you struggle when you have to you know delve into? Smith Street or Boundary Street, like. <laughs> well, at the time, you know, at the time, you know, Bard of Brunswick would have been a problem, but yeah. right now, no. Brandon the yeah. Bard plays everywhere. Yeah, oh, there you, know, you go. Right? Well, that's it. <laughs> that's right. the Bard of the world. Yeah, you know? it was just a necessary uh, business decision. Yeah, that's. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I'm pretty happy with it. Like, you know, yeah. I got this this new merch that I just brought out last week, and which is awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. I have to send. What do you want? You want a hoodie or shirt? A singlet. Wouldn't mind a shirt. Wouldn't mind a shirt. I'll send you a shirt, man. Absolutely. But like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. And it's like, I knew, I mean, the biggest like kicker, I guess, for that decision was like releasing this new music. Yeah. And obviously I released two singles Mm. under the name Bard of Brunswick. Mm. And when I was releasing the CP, I'm like, that that was the sort of thing for me. I was like, no, nah, it's got to be Brandon the Bard. And that when yeah. I re- when I announced that I'm going to be doing another EP, that came along with like the name change. As yeah. Well. And it was just like whatever. It's just like people are picking that up again. Yeah. Fine. Didn't really yeah. seem to drop a beat. Was like whatever. You know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Even when my partner was asking like who's coming on, I was like, oh, Brandon the Bard. You know, this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just who you are. <laughs> like people still, call, people still call me, and so many people are, are, you know, still kicking around from like my early days, and yeah, you know, maybe maybe there was a little bit of confusion, but whatever. I mean, it's yeah. always barred. Yeah, and there's no, you know, my brand is my 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 yeah my myself. You yeah, know? so it's like whatever name it is, it's still Brennan. Yeah, Gabbard. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a strange yeah. thing. Names are weird, man. Stage names and. Personas like oh, I'm gonna yeah. try to be as authentic as possible. I know, so me too. Like, I can't not be like it's 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 I don't know. <coughs> yeah, 
yeah, it's too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I get up and I'm, you know, just be myself. And I was like, ah, oh, well, that's Brendan. Yeah. That is me, you know. So. What a bard. Yeah, what a bard, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so, obviously, music is a big part of your life. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, if people haven't worked that out by now, uh, you know, good luck to you. But um, what do you do outside of music? Like, do you have any, any hobbies or things that say, even like stuff that you've picked up just with like, the crazy stress of the last year like is there anything that you find yourself doing that you really enjoy like outside of music yeah plenty man like i was pretty much just doing music for years hey like it sort of consumed my identity to a sickening Mm. sickening level um man i love board games i love playing board games got super back into board games nice um i love warhammer 40k nice not so much i got a little bit deep down that hole a couple of years ago and spent uh, all my money on it. <laughs> um, but once I'd collected You to feed the addiction, the one on the It was like, go to a gig, get like, you know, get paid for the gig, be in like Games Workshop the next day, <laughs> spending all of it and buying stuff I didn't need. But you know what? I've got an awesome collection to show for it now. So yeah. I'm not upset about it, but yeah. I definitely stopped buying and started saving money when I moved out of home a couple of years ago and yeah. got my license and had to buy a car and stuff. So... Started being, you know, more more uh, financially responsible. And that, you know, that was that was that included not spending hundreds of dollars a month on toy soldiers. <laughs> so occasionally, I'll I'll buy, I'll, I'll still fill. The you need itch. to splurge occasionally. Well, that's right? it. Yeah, but, um, I like I love going to the gym. Um, not super super, you know, gym bro about it. But I go a couple times a week. I just like. I like lifting heavy things and putting yeah. them back down. It's pretty fun. You're a bit of a beefcake. You know, so just for those who can't see me, you walked in with a protein shake and you're <laughs> huffing and puffing about something about, about testosterone supplements. I don't oh, know. Oh, man, you got to try these new subs, uh, bro. <laughs> he moved on from Warhammer 40K to, to the protein shakes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Fair, man, be cool, be cool. Don't tell him. Yeah. Don't tell him. I don't know. But yeah, like I like going to the gym a bit. Like that sort of helps center my week because, I mean, that's the thing with playing with being a musician like full time um i got i got i got an excess of time during the week mm. which is incredibly fortunate like you know i've done the nine to five thing i've done an office job i've worked in hospital i sucked at it uh, you know and it's like yeah, i just it wasn't it wasn't for me i was i'm too energy mm. like i got too much energy that i gotta, gotta burn off and i'm i don't know I was never great with authority or being told what to do. <laughs> Just, but I don't know. We may point that back to whatever childhood trauma you want to. <laughs> something there. But I was never good at being told what to do. So like music was really like that, that, that suited me down to a T. I was like, cool. And, I can sort of book my own work if I don't want to work a weekend and I just don't book gigs there. If I, go, if I want to go camping or spend time with my partner or, you know, there's a birthday party. Well, obviously, I have to make a lot of sacrifices as well. Yeah. I don't make it to every social event. But I've got all this time, so like during the week, you know, during the weekdays, like I've been lucky, I have a, usually like a regular gig on a Wednesday and then, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, typically. Mm. Um, so I've got all this time during the day and so the gym is one of those things where it's like, you know, I could easily sit in bed all day watching TikToks or being like being a useless piece of shit. So <laughs> not, you know, oh, so I was like, I could go into the gym is at least something to do. It's like, cool. Yeah. I feel like I've been productive, you know, on that Monday, Tuesday Thursday, yeah. You know, as as it were, it was like cool. I've done something that day, and like usually, I'm, I'm I like tidying. I'm a big fan of cleaning. Um, but yeah, that's. Can you tidy my studio? <laughs> Man, I'd love to. I'm, I'm, what do you need, bro? I'm about it. No, but like cleaning. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I love I love cleaning. 
I'm a big, big proponent of keeping my space <laughs> clean. I was like, you know, God bless my housemates. Like, you know, they 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 keep the place clean as well. But I'm so I can be so pedantic about it sometimes. <laughs> but like, bro, is that a banana peel? Yeah. So I thought, oh, what? what is? Oh, did you wipe the bench four times today? Yeah. No, but no, like yeah, we gotta we get along. Any right? less than three, it's like, <laughs> you, you you have to evict them. Really. <laughs> that's that's right. right. <laughs> but, um, what other stuff do I do? God, yeah, just yeah, lots of games, movies, Netflix. You know, not too exciting. Um, yeah, I got. I did get into cooking a little bit. Oh, I liked nice. cooking. I was like probably like most other Australians at that time watching the Nats What I Reckon videos. Oh, yeah. He started release uh, releasing during during lockdown to learn some recipes, and that sort of like got me a little bit more interested in cooking. So I Chef Bard. That I, could I, be a YouTube show. A YouTube, maybe, maybe I've got like you know, so I've got a few recipes in my back pocket now that I yeah. can do a fair to good job at making. Yeah. Because before that, man, it was like, chuck some stuff in the pan, get it going. You yeah. Know, stir fries, pfft, watch me. <laughs> like, yeah, that was basically it. And I was like, oh, cool, I can make some spaghetti and a potato and leek soup. And I can, you know, I can make, what else? That's probably the only two. <laughs> no, 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 I can make a few other things, you know, like a fried rice. Cool, you know, bang that in there, or yeah, you know, nice. a risotto or something. So yeah, that, that's, that, was, right. that was something that came out of COVID was actually cooking. Well, I think um, you do need to do this as like a YouTube show. Something, oh man, maybe and just recycling need, recipes need, that you've just watched. On. That's it. That's it. I'm just just it down. This is hey, this is Bard's what I reckon. <laughs> but oh man, no, I do need a side hustle. So maybe you're onto something. Or yeah. I could just become TikTok famous overnight. Do know. it, do it. Oh. I know someone who did that, and it's just ridiculous. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Oh man. I'm just cra- like, what the? How? It, it's crazy. <laughs> I like, don't even understand so, it. Uh, it's, I'm full, so out of the loop. No, I'm it's so it's wild, man. Like I, I downloaded it because like my girlfriend would watch some TikToks, mm. and I'd be like, okay, like I get it. Like I would just sort of sit there, she you know, she'd scroll. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, and I, and then I like I downloaded it. And man, yeah, I've already sunk so many hours into this thing. And it's like, it's, it's so bad. I would yeah. drop an hour of scrolling into maybe like three good videos. <laughs> it's just such a, oh such an incredible waste of time. It's so much worse than like Facebook or Instagram could ever be. It's, it's, it's a nightmare, but with full admittance, I did post a TikTok last night and it's what, what is wild to me. Is that I post like a song, right? Or like I just cover, like I'll just chuck, chuck something. I'm terrible at content as it is. I'm so inconsistent. But I put up a song, you know, it gets like 200 reach, you know, like 150 views and a couple of likes. I posted this TikTok last night and it's at like 3,000 views <laughs> and like 140 likes just for like a little silly gag. I'm like, oh man, what, what, what is this? No. <laughs> Oh dear! It's a wild world we live in, man. I don't, I don't hope to understand it, which is why you know, that's why I love playing live. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's my goal. I, I was speaking before, you know, my goalposts have definitely shifted. They used to just be like, you know, oh, I want to, I want to do this. I want to be like, a, I want to be like a music star, you know, whatever that means, or like I want to play these shows. Now I just want to be as badass of a pub musician as I can be, because I have so much fun at some of those shows. Mm. <clears throat> you know, some of them aren't too good, but. Most of the time, you'll find someone who appreciates it and makes, yeah. it, makes it worthwhile. Yeah. 
So, and yeah. I think, you know, I think with your originals, I feel like your music's really reflected in that, though. Like, I feel like your music, I could totally imagine walking into, like, a, you know, like a 80-year-old pub and just seeing Brendan the Bard and the band on stage just fucking rocking it out. Cool, and just man. the pub lights. I feel like your music is really relatable and it's very, um, what's the word? I think it's very honest and it's honest to the rock, like to the everyday person. I feel like anyone can relate to what that's you're awesome about. to hear, man. Thank you. No, because that's, that's the not thing. Easy, like, man. That shit ain't easy. <coughs> to do. I mean, I, just... well, I mean, it's you know, I mean, somewhat. It's 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 by design. Obviously, you know, I, I try not to write songs too specifically. Hmm. You know, but like they're all just my stories. They're all experiences I have. They're all feelings I have. And it's yeah. like, God, you know, we 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 are all. You know, we're all human beings. Like, we all get this on some level. And it's yeah. like, you know, whether my music is what, you know, what you can relate to, great. I mean, you'll find something else in another song, mm. you know? Yeah. And if folk rock isn't your thing or my voice isn't mm. your thing or whatever it is, yeah. it's like, God, oh, the, the same story has been told. Like, we are, our whole society is built on narratives and stories. Yeah. So, you know, if you can find something in that or maybe in that one line, it's like oddly specific to that situation. It's like, yeah. great. I mean, I always said, I said this years ago, man, like, you know, and I'll always write songs. Mm. Like you know, I've become a bit of a bit of a nihilist about about the music industry in general. Mm. But I'll always write songs and I'll always release them, even if I'm pissing into the wind. Yeah, like I I am always going to write songs. I'm not like a consistent songwriter. You know, I'm not going to be like, okay, cool, I'm getting out an album a year, or like, oh man, it's been a while since I wrote a song. When they come out, they come out. Last year, yeah. I wrote like an album's worth of material. I'll record that. And pff, pff, who knows when. <laughs> like next year yeah. probably not this year yeah. maybe the end of this year but yeah. at some point I'll start that next project Yeah, and whatever it is but I'll always write songs you know when I'm yeah. 40, 50 you know build my empire mm. <laughs> be sitting in my own studio hopefully like this <laughs> and I'll just be I'll still be writing and recording songs and you yeah. know it's like you know, I obviously Spotify and streaming is, is evil Thanks for listening on Spotify. <laughs> but it's still the best way to like get your songs out, right? Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm flawed yeah. that, you know, it's going to sound <laughs> sound funny <laughs> being in present company. But like the fact that someone can listen to one of my songs 7,000 times, I'm sure you feel the same thing. It's like a million, right? Yeah. It's like, that, you know, and you know, it's yeah. like, sure, I'm not getting, I'm not making bank out of Spotify. Yeah. But how wild is that? Yeah. Even though I can see is. that statistic. Yeah. You know, and like there's, you know, how many countries, you know, I love that wrap up at the end of the year. Yeah. And I love seeing just that little progression. For me, it's like so minute, but it's like, cool, like I've gotten this many more listeners this year. Yeah. And this many more minutes of my strong songs have been streamed. Mm. That's wild. It is. Eh? That's wonderful. Yeah. How cool is that? That's, there's progress being mm. marked out. I'm sure I've gone on so many tangents in this podcast, by the no, way. That's great. But that is me. This is, yeah, yeah. Uh, this well, is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> for, for as long as I've known you, this is this is who you are, and it's fantastic. Cause it's, oh man, it's I talk, honest, look, I just, it's, it's energy. You, you you bring energy into the room. I'm sure I just talk mad shit. I, I you know I've almost forgot every question you ask. I'll just go start speaking about something and just go. Mate, I don't uh, even I don't even know what I've asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, mate. Oh, I'm so sorry for those following at home. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. This has been great. No, it's been great. Yeah, no, I love chatting, man. That's yeah, good. No, I love I love talking shop about music. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I love I love this stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. I love it. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking like what you said before about like feeling a bit nihilistic about the music industry. I think if I did sum the music industry up in my view, it's like I really hate it, but I love 
so many of the people in it. And I Absolutely, think yeah. It's the most incredible industry that, unfortunately, the, the fame aspect is just completely fickle and so ridiculous. But yeah. that's just a small port. I mean, that's what everyone thinks about with music, but, mm. man, like... There's nothing better than people sharing their stories at Absolutely, any level. Yeah. It's and the coolest thing. And I'm like, oh, go do it, you know? Like, yeah. If you, I don't want to, I don't want to die with any song still inside of me. You know? Yeah. And that's my thing. And it's like, hundred percent. You know, I think like maybe some of that is like bitterness that comes from, you know, like I released my first album when I was young and, you know, I was I go through those bell curves all the time. Obviously when I was a young man playing guitar, Mm. started getting like a little bit of attention for it you know ego through the roof I'm like I'm the best I'm a, I'm a fucking rock star I'm so cool <laughs> and you get out in the world you see how fucking good some people really are and it's like oh I'm shit and I think eventually you know with, with, with age and experience you just find your niche and you're like I am what I am I do what I do yeah and it's like you know people people either they're gonna love it or they won't yeah that's none of my business yeah exactly. but that was a little bit of that part I guess when I released my first album and then you know and then got like a little bit of luck I got played on Triple J I'm like oh my god this is it my mm. my rise to fame is yeah. now you know here it comes <laughs> and it just sort of you know peters out and it's like mm. oh okay well dang and then you sort of like learning a bit more about how how these you know these companies and these people and the promoters and managers and mm. all this stuff sort of you know behind the scenes work and how much money needs to be pumped into it. I'm like ah, oh, I'm pretty happy just playing Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson and, <laughs> and Blink One Eight Two for people at pubs and what a combo. Oh man, oh, I'll man. tell you what I you know what I get a lot of compliments for my for my set lists uh, at my couple of gigs. I'm, I'm always real proud of that. I've got like a pretty I've cast a wide net. I feel like I need to go watch you play a cover gig and just get lots of red, sit there, and, and enjoy it until I'm a bit drunk, and then I'll get up and have. A and get up and have a sing with me. Actually, I think you enjoy, it, man. Like I, I really, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm. I'd say I'm good what I do. I'm good at what I do, but I say I've just got a level of competence. I've done it this much now. Now I've got a level of competence in what I do. Is like, okay, I'm as good as you get from doing it that many times. You know. Mm. All right, come along. I'll give you. I'll give you a good show. I put mate. on a good cover show. Yeah, mate. I'm sure you, you gonna... put on a freaking amazing original show. Thank you. I so... actually, I cannot wait to put on another band show. I am actually really excited to do it again. And I know I'll probably get a little bit overwhelmed and emotional when we all get back in the room and yeah, because I think it is one of the most most apart from all the pragmatic stuff that goes into like being in a band mm. and organizing, organizing yourselves and whatever else. There's nothing more badass in the world than playing like getting getting a bunch of people together and like making music, making this sound yeah. good. All, you know, the osmosis that takes place and connecting and mm. you know, little looks when something sounds really badass. You're like, oh, we found it. Yeah. You know, that's an amazing You see experience. the nod, you see the... Yeah, just like, oh, oh someone's yeah. nodded. Yes. Or like, I and, and just, just, just testing it out, you know. Um, yeah. Like, I'm, sh- I'm a shit band leader. I'm not good at it. But like, luckily I've got really good friends, you know. Yeah. That, 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 you know, and that's, maybe that comes from playing by myself so much. Yeah. You know? Like I get along, I try to, you know, I have ad- admiration for other people's talent, but I'm also, God damn, I rule with an iron fist when it comes to my songs. Mm. You know, I'm like, this is my song, this is how it goes, you know. Um, but God, you know, my band, my bandmates were such good sports about it. Um, but I can't wait to play again. I can't wait to play with the band again. Even if it's just one show a year or one show every six months. It's yeah. just so fun. I feel like at that level too. 
can sort of sit back and 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 enjoy the experience yeah. and not have to really worry about it. have more fun with the songs. I feel like I was putting so much pressure on myself to like, you know, to lead the band and be the brand and be the manager and be the booker and mm. you know all this stuff, all these responsibilities I take on mm. with myself because you know I don't have a manager or anything like that. And I mm. don't really care to at any point. Mm. Um, but I was trying to wear a lot of hats, and I think coming back together if we do like a one-off show yeah. or like you know maybe we do like one every couple of months or something. Yeah. Um, really fun just to relax yeah. into it and just and, jam yeah for sure funk. and just enjoy the moments yeah and, um, absolutely and I think when you take the pressure of the, the the business side of music out of that stuff and you can just say when we do these gigs we do them and we're going to just make the most of them when we do them it, it makes it a lot easier and a lot more palatable than when you're trying to drive it forward whenever as you said everyone's got their own lives that they're trying to do and it's not like we're making a, a huge bank from original oh, music. Absolutely, so yeah. So you can't you can't <laughs> sit there and expect it, and that's the hard part when you're putting everything into it, right? But then it's the reality. That's just the nature of the beast, and unless if everyone's sort of on board with that, which is never going to be the case. Well, absolutely, <laughs> unless like, you strike lucky. But as well, yeah, yeah, and that's it, and that's the thing, you know. And I, like I have always thought. Like I, you know, I, I just want, I want consistency and I want mm. tenure and it's like, if I get any success, uh, you know, mm. and like, I already, God, I already think I, I, I play music full time and I could save money. Like I already, like, I love, I would measure my success as being great so far. Like, yeah, cool. I get to play music. Awesome. That's so cool. Mm. Um, but I just, I just want to, I'll just be around. I'll just be around forever. Like that's, that's sort of my thing is that I'll just play in the Valley Eventually, they'll be like, man, that dude's been playing fucking Valley for 10 years. Yeah. Fuck is this guy? But I want to see what he's about. Oh, damn, he has like five albums. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, they always say, like, an overnight success is built in like 10 years, right? Legit. They did it. They actually studied, they studied it. Yeah. In Australia, the rate for overnight success is 10 years. Yeah. There you 10 go. years. And that's not just 10 years of playing music, that's 10 years of releasing. releasing it's, it's hard yeah. work. Yeah. And, like, I don't, yeah, that's the thing is, I don't have those ambitions anymore like i think at one point i probably would have said yeah i want to be like one of the iconic australian songwriters mm. i don't need that i just want to be a badass pop musician i want to like get you know i was always sort of aiming from the ages of like 25 to now to 30 i was like this is all just practice and like you know when i get to this like decade i'm really just gonna like hit the mm. ground running and, and like you know and just upskill and practice my craft because i don't practice a lot it's mm. an awful it's a sin to say well you play so much but I play so it, much it, that it, I don't really want to come home and yeah, yeah. I'd like that's it most of it is like trial by fire like yeah. I've gotten a lot better and I'm still like a like a you know a pentatonic pleb but like you know my soloing has become night and day mm. from a year ago ever since I got like this this Cole Clark with the electric humbuckers in it because I can just oh, wow. put on a loop and just play live, like oh, that would be. It's really else. fun. It 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 makes it, so an acoustic. It's an acoustic with, with a humbucker, humbucker. Yeah, and like they started making oh. them, you know. So I've been, I was. Chasing, I want to hear that. I really want to hear. It's pretty that. dope. I I really love it. So it's just like I flick it on, and you know I've got my 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 hotone, hot one. I don't even know what the brand is. It's a badass like sort of multi guitar, 
effects pedal. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not a t- I'm not a t- I'm not a tone junkie. I have I'm no neither idea. Am I. My ears not that sophisticated. I, neither is mine. I'm just like reverb. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. My cool. Oh, gain. Is, Let's yep, just get yep, some crunch. Yeah. Yep. That's it. This is crunchy. <laughs> this sounds like an electric guitar in a song. Cool. I'm yep. gonna play this. So yeah. like that, that is really like just bringing that on stage and bringing it to gigs has really forced me to like learn how to solo. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's not great. It's mm. still, it's still, you know, maybe, maybe skirting on like intermediate, you know? Yeah. But it's like, it's not great, but it's like, it's forced me to, to learn, to learn how to play, how, yeah. to, how to do that stuff. And that's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, So I, I just want to keep practicing those and honing those skills. Mm. And I want to be like that, you know, like the 40, 45 year old dude who's like being played pubs for 25 years and just like, is going to smash it every time. It's yeah. like, I'm still a journeyman. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm being pretty consistent, but I just want to like travel all around to like rural places and be like, Shh. Fuck yeah, Brennan the Bard's coming back this yeah, month. Yeah, the Bard's like, back in town. The Bard's, baby. Back, the bard's yeah. back in town, baby. Like, you know, and I'm still, you know, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of, I've got a long way to go. Yeah. You know, it's like as, as, as well as it's going now and it's, it's going pretty well. Um, there's just, there's so much room to improve. There's more mm. gigs. There's always, there's always more dates I could fill. Yeah. Um, there's always more to learn. I've got yeah. like, I'm like so far to go with guitar. I feel like I've, I'm, you know, there's a lot of untapped potential in my voice as well. And the writing, I feel like, you know, that's that's experience. That's life. Like, I've always felt like that. You know, that, that mm. comes from, from learning and growing and maturing. And then I can reflect on, on that. Yeah. Or, how, or, you know, the quick traumatic experiences, you know, the whatever whatever happens that come up. They, they, yeah. They spar on things as well. But yeah, for sure. I love it, man. No, it's exciting, man. Uh, I love, it's I love, it's love, so love exciting. And, <laughs> and honestly, man, it's actually, it's so good... To, to have you on again well on for the first time for the the podcast but to be able to follow up from that conversation in the back of your car <laughs> to, to now and it's great to see like that you, you've gotten through this last year with with flying colors you too and, man uh, all you can do is keep on keeping that's on, it right? that's but it, it's man. easier said than done and a lot of people you know haven't had that fortune and have struggled more than others so you got to celebrate the successes just as much Absolutely, as you've got to help man. people who are struggling. And, and I, I that's think, it. And I think I feel like, yeah. man, that's my biggest uh, point of maturation. I think in the last five years, I think when you when you start out music, right? It's like when, when I was young, girl. It's like you're always looking at like your peers, and mm. you know, you're always like, oh, like they're doing this, and oh, like they're playing this show, and I feel like there's a lot of comparing. Mm. And now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I just celebrate. If people are doing well, I'm like, awesome. Yeah. Go do the thing, man. Like, kick ass. Mm. Go sweet. Like, I, love, I love that. So, like, man, all power to anyone out there playing music. Guys, yeah. fucking rock. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. Be Hell cool. Yeah, be humble. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but keep doing, keep following your dreams, yeah. man. Keep playing. Whatever whatever your goalposts are, man, go kick them. Yeah, go exactly right, mate. Although I know, I know what our goalposts are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, two, the, the, the two long ones and the two short ones. <laughs> Mate, well, I've got one last question for you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then I'll I'll kick you out. Yeah, no. You're causing a ruckus. Yeah. (laughs) So I always like to end the podcast with uh, a question on like gratitude and what's something in in your life right now? It could be a person, it could be general. I'm sure you're grateful for a lot of stuff. But what's what's something that stands out when I say, like, what are you grateful for? 
outside of playing gigs. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Like that would that's that's the chump answer, right? Yeah. Music, man. I'm grateful <laughs> for music. Really, <laughs> um, man. Just like God. Like just my my like my relationships. Like I love the I love the people in my life, man. Like from my, my partner to like my housemates and my best friends. Um, people, people mean me. People mean a lot to me, and I really, I really value my relationships, and I want I want to put a lot of time and and effort into them. Mm-hmm. And you know that's that links back into music. That's anything, but like you know the people who. You know, as I mean, as you, God, makes people, you get older, your, your circle gets smaller, mm. right? You know, and I feel like I've just got, you know, I love all my people that have that have been part of my journey, and you know, uh, well, you know the people have left and they're doing their own thing. Mm. And, you know, we only catch up maybe every whatever, but like my my tight circle and like you know my mom and my family and and my my close friends, I mm. guess I'm just really grateful for my relationships because. Some really supportive people, um, and you know they 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 keep me set. They keep me on the right path. You know, I, I, I could elaborate on that point for a whole other podcast. But yeah, just part my, like, two. My, my <laughs> yeah. relationships, man. Yeah, like, yeah. For my partner, my best friends, my mom, my family. Yeah, um, and all the support and all the reflection and. You know, they all help me grow and learn and reflect on myself and, and, and practice my communication skills mm. and and take accountability for things. And, you know, it's, it's all, it's all you know, a really big part of my life. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's music's great, but, oh, man, if it was like, if it was the choice between, like, the people close to me and when the music, man, I'll chuck music in the bin. Like, you know, yeah. it's great. It's, I, fuck, I love it. It's the only thing I yeah. do. Yeah. Right? It's, it's the one thing I'm You have to of... throw music away and do Warhammer 40k career. <sighs> man, look, if I had to, if, 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 you know, if it came to that, 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 you know, ultimatum of like music relationships, yeah, I guess it would be like relationships and 40k. Yeah. But like music, music is my, is my, is my shit, but yeah, it's the people. Yeah. Well, I although th- you know, well, these people probably wouldn't be in my life if it wasn't for music. Yeah. So you know, there you go. I feel like there. This is a great moment to to end it with with a quote, and I'm gonna sure. go Lay it on a paraphrase a, a paraphrased quote of a great song. Sure. The people all around you, all around you. Are the people. <laughs> that's a you cheeky mongrel. That's my song. Uh, that's why I said I'm paraphrasing a great song.